What's Up Whittier? Welcome to What's Up Whittier, a homegrown podcast. A podcast to showcase Whittier's businesses, personalities, and hidden treasures. Hey guys, producer Christine here with this week's Community Corkboard Announcements. Every Friday from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m., we have the Whittier Farmer's Market, located at the corner of Philadelphia and Bright. On Sunday, December 3rd at 12 p.m., the Free Store reopens. The Whittier Free Store was closed throughout November 2017 to process holiday gifts into inventory. And guess what? Find brand new and like new items to give as gifts free for planetary benefit and neighborly sharing. The Whittier Free Store is located at 12907 Hadley Street, Whittier, California, 90601. On Wednesday, December 6th from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m., the Whittier Board and Commissions will gather for a Commission Community Workshop. The goal is to inform the community of the guiding principles for City's General Plan update of Envision Whittier. If you are interested, please arrive at the Whittier Community Center at 4 o'clock, located at 7630 Washington Avenue, 90601. Thursday, December 7th at 7.30 p.m., Enceladus Theatre Company presents It's a Wonderful Life. This fast-paced live radio play returns to the Shannon Center for its annual holiday production. The show takes place at the Shannon Center, located at 6760 Painter Avenue, Whittier, California, 90601. Tickets are $15 to $20, and we will have the link in the description. All right, Whittierites, it's that time of year again. On Saturday, December 9th at 10 a.m., the Whittier Uptown Association would like to extend a warm invitation to you to join us at our annual Uptown Whittier Christmas Parade. They invite you to come early, do some shopping, and enjoy Uptown's finest restaurants and get a good spot on the parade route. The parade will take place rain or shine, Attracting nearly 10,000 plus parade watchers each year, the Uptown Whittier Christmas Parade is a community-wide celebration. The parade will include marching bands, vintage automobiles, local dignitaries, floats, equestrians, civic groups, dance troops, drill teams, marching bands, and Santa Claus himself. The annual Uptown Whittier Christmas Parade promises to bring a smile to every face and plenty of warmth on a chilly December morning. What is not included in that description is that What's Up Whittier will also be there. And it's kind of special because if you've heard our first episode, episode zero, um, which is way back, I should re-listen to it, it talks about how we met. We, I met Remo and Jesse. We all met each other at Forking Good after the Christmas break. So I'm really excited for this kind of one-year consumption of What's Up Whittier. On Thursday, December 14th, from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m., join the Gay Whittier Alliance for a social evening and an opportunity to meet new people or just say hello to old faces. Bring an unwrapped toy and donate to Toys for Kids. Many children won't be receiving gifts for Christmas this year, and they want to change that. Mingle and meet with other LGBT residents of the city of Whittier and surrounding areas. Enjoy a fun happy hour at one of Whittier's newest and elegant restaurants, Ravello Bar and Grill. Music by their very own piano man, Lenny. Alright guys, looks like that's all I have this week for the Community Corkboard. Have something you'd like us to feature in the Community Corkboard? Tag us on Instagram, check out our Facebook at What's Up Whittier, or send us an email at whatsupwhittierpod at gmail.com. You know, if you have a newsletter... You should totally just sign up What's Up Whittier because I feel like I get the most of the events, I, producer Christine, get most of the events um, through the email. So if you send it to me, um, I'll definitely check it out because 
I signed up for Sustainable Whittier at the Earth Day Fair and that's how I've been getting a lot of information about the free store and um, I've also joined the Whittier uh, Latino Coalition and that's how I kind of get some of that information. So if you're interested um, and you have a newsletter and you're involved in the city of Whittier, just sign us up. That would be great. And if you like this podcast and think other Whittier Townies would like it, I definitely think you should recommend it to them. If you have a friend who has never heard of Whittier because we are landlocked between freeways, but your friend has heard of podcasts, let them know about What's Up Whittier. We have a lot of exciting things coming up for the rest of the year, which is probably a few more weeks. But 2018, guys, you literally have to be in the know with the podcast. So follow us everywhere. um, Subscribe to the podcast. Listen to it. It's going to be really cool. And uh, we'd really love for the whole community to join us for these really cool and exciting moments. So yeah, don't forget to check it out. All right, enjoy this episode. Take it away, Jesse and Remo. What's up? What's up, Whittier? Here we are. Hey, guys. How you doing? We are. We are uh, on location. We smell some tacos. Oh, man, you gave it away already. Wow, that was just one thing, just tacos. <laughs> we're, okay. we're, uh, but they don't smell like normal tacos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're actually on location, live, yeah. live audience again, which yeah. is kind of cool. Welcome, everybody. Welcome Hello. to live podcast. So if, if, you guys didn't, if you guys didn't go to our last uh, live session, um, you guys are, are more than welcome to ask any questions if you want to participate. Um, we're going to try to make this a little interactive if, if we can. Obviously, with the, all the bottles in front of us, we'll make it very, very interactive. It'll so. get more interactive as, as uh, there you go. go in. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so uh, today, we're, again, we're on location. We're at Masa Taco. We're here with David Fuerte. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Um, just give a big shout out to What's Up Whittier for coming out, um, the whole team. And a big shout out to our sponsor, uh, Rev Winery and Brewery, located Woo! in Covina. Um, yeah. that donated all these beers that are in front of us. Uh, and some uh, my private stash, Pinot Noir, that I pulled out from Rev also. Yeah, you know it's good when there's no <laughs> label on it. No label on it. <laughs> so when you say private stash, does that mean like the stuff that you're brewing on your own? Like no, um, I mean, I just I get it by the case. <laughs> by, by, the, by the pellets? Yeah, I get it by the case because that's, that's one of my favorite wines that they have out there. So, nice. And all their wine is organic and it's also vegan So, and also their beer. So, you know, it goes perfect with our taco concept here at Mas Taco. So, so last time we talked, uh, I mean, it's been several months. Oh, from the last time we uh, yeah, last time lost we the recording? <laughs> we attempted to. Oh. By the way, uh, let this be straight. This is the second time we record this. Yeah. First one, they lost it. Yeah, it's, uh, we just misplaced it. It's, it's coming back soon. Yeah. It's, a, it's in the secret vault, man. Yeah, there you go. So last time we talked, it was uh, it was several months ago where, where you were actually still it was still like a concept, right? You guys were, were, were talking about uh, well more than a concept. It was you guys already had the truck outside. And yeah, we did have the food truck was being was being built out. Yeah, correct. I'm going even old school because it was. The last one we didn't up- upload, so before that one, it was more oh, of a, okay. it was still the idea of, of what you guys were going to do, uh, what you were going to do. Um, you were kind of telling us the concept behind by, behind Masataco, and um, I know it sounds simple, but but I'll let you explain it. So, um, What is Masataco? So Masataco, the meaning masa is basically, as we know, masa is what you make tortillas out of. Um, so that's why we chose that first word. Uh, cause we do create different kinds of masas here, 
Um, right now, currently, we have a pesto that's dairy-free, nut-free. We also have a smoky chipotle um, that's a little mild on the chili side. And then uh, we currently had a activated charcoal, but we sold out. So we're actually waiting for our charcoal to come in so we can bring that back. Um, here at Mastaco, we constantly, constantly run out of product just because our storage is very small and we have a lot of clientele that comes in and buys it from us. Well, it's all fresh too, And right? you guys, yeah, yeah. exactly. Everything's yeah. fresh, so everything's cooked. Right there, order. There. Yeah. yeah. So when you order your taco, you would make your tortilla. We press it, you know. So it's not, you know, it's not like a regular taco shop that everything's already warm. Well, you're opening it up from a bag, and right? yeah, we don't do bags here. Okay. Definitely not. That's what reflects on my labor costs. <laughs> <laughs> and so, in terms of like the food that you're serving, obviously, uh, you got it's vegan, right? So we are uh, both. We do vegan and non-vegan, but I would say about 90% of my clientele is vegan. But a lot of families that come here, they like it because we do have a variety where it's not just we target one person. We're targeting the whole family to come and eat non-vegan and vegan. So Remo and I fall into a 10%. Yeah. We're like, you're five we're, on five. We're, we're, we're carnivores. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I like both, you know. I mean, I, I like both now that I've tasted vegan flavors from us. I've had a vegan in the past, and it's, it's not that good. I mean, you know, some places use canned jackfruit. You know, uh, we use a lot of fresh jackfruit here. Uh, nothing that comes out of a can as far as jackfruit goes, you know. So, yeah, it's, it's very, it makes a big difference. Jess, do you know what jackfruit is? Yeah, it's a fruit that comes out of the jack. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what it is either. What is jackfruit? So we don't actually have one here. Um, but jackfruit is basically a tropical fruit. Uh, grows in the Amazon and now currently coming in from Mexico. Um, but it's, it's very good. It has a lot of health uh, benefits for you. Um, Scientists say that it helps uh, stop cancer cells, so that's good, you know. Um, but it's also really good in what we do with it. Uh, we actually make uh, jackfruit mole, which is right in front of me right here, which is the number one seller here, um, and we constantly run out. And then the second one we do with jackfruit is the jackfruit mole taco. It's currently on pesto uh, with pickled onions and pepitas. Um, the reason we chose, the, there's two parts of the fruit on the jackfruit. Um, there is the fruit itself, which is a lot sweeter. And then the tenons around that hold the fruit together is what we use for birria because it gives a kind of like a similar look to meat. Yeah, so and it tastes see, It has like, like little strap, threading. Kind of, yeah, yeah, it's very thready. Um, kind of like when you're like pulling pull, apart. Uh, pull, pull apart beef or something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's basically substituted. So right. same concept, just not meat. What do you think, Jess? I don't know, man. It's again. It's one of those things where I'm. I'm it's hard for me to get away from. So we're the, gonna have Remo take a bite. Uh, everything on that taco is vegan, from the cream to the protein on it. The uh, the thing for me is that it's kind of hard to uh, to get away from the from the meat flavor, you know, because once you marinate it, it kind of absorbs that flavor. Well, a lot of a lot of people come here and they taste that, like taste it now, okay. and it's pretty close to real beer. Yeah. It yeah. tastes like meat. Yeah, yeah. It tastes like if meat. you if you put that in front of me and said, "Is this meter?" I would tell you it's meat. Now, now based on that, <laughs> <laughs> that's the wifey back there, newlywed, so happy. <laughs> so, so what, I mean, for you, Remo, now tasting it, would you say, yeah? I mean, definitely, I could if I could eat here all every day of the week. It's uh, I wouldn't say no. Yeah, and I'm that just being honest. Like, I, if it was here or another place. I wouldn't say I don't want to go there because it's vegan and I'm not vegan. I would come here because the food is good. Yeah. 
So that, that's a big thing. Um, yeah. How about you? I mean, give it a. Well, here I'm gonna give it a taste, but for me, it's it's always a hard. I mean, I love flavor. I love eating the stuff, and um, and anything that's good, obviously, I'll come back to. No way. It's just to say that I'm gonna go straight vegan. It's it's yeah. it's one of those hard things, right? Yeah, it's, uh, it's hard. Yeah. David, do people go straight vegan? I mean, from your experience with all the vegan people that um, come in here. You know what? Ever since um, that movie came out, it became like What's a bigger. The- yeah. What the hell? What the hell? Uh-huh. It became like a bigger trend, and people are becoming vegan, or at least looking into it and experiencing it. You know, luckily, we're able to create these flavors that resemble what we grew up with. You know, like Al Pastor, we have a vegan version, and we have a non-vegan version. Same thing. Uh, the only thing we don't have a regular version of is the birria, but I find it to be that good where I don't need a regular version of it. So when you say uh, a regular one, and so you actually so have a, a vegan al pastor a, here? Yeah, we have al pastor. So this is a vegan al pastor. But still vegan. Have, but still vegan. Yeah. It's like soy marinated in the al pastor sauce. Yeah. It's so good. So it's, it's I love everything here. It's what we use. Um, and we do the same process as we do with uh, al pastor. We would do with pork. Uh, let it marinate. And it tastes really close to it. And a lot of people that eat meat and are used to a pastor eat this taco, and they really, mm-hmm. they really enjoy it. I'm you know, trying to, I'm trying to remember who I talked to earlier. I asked uh, the question about, I think it was you, Eva, where I asked, "What are you when you come here? What do you order?" And you're saying the al pastor, and I asked, "Is it the real one or the fake one?" <laughs> and it's all about the, the the vegan one, right? It's it's gets the same flavor, right? What do you think, Remo? I'm up. You're about Hurry up and taste it. You know what's really good? If you guys get the Califas burrito and you put the vegan al pastor in there, that's delicious. I recommend it. That's a life hack. It tastes just like regular al pastor. Right? It's so good. I am here all the time. No, it's, it's, it's very, delicious. yeah, I know what she is. It's very light though. Because usually with al pastor, you can feel the, I don't know if it's a grease or like the layering it's of a your. grease. It is? Okay. Yeah, and you know, and the whole thing about. You know, our concept is to eat healthier, what we know to be greasy food, which is tacos on the street off a food truck. We just created the healthier version of it. Now, you said that the truck. Tell us about that. I know you incubated outside here for uh, a little while. And how, how did honestly, that go? Honestly, the truck was a whole other different. I've, me and none of my guys have ever worked in a food truck. We all come from restaurant background. So it was a good experience for all of us. It was a bitch. Honestly, it was just a pain in the ass, you know, moving product in and out for five months, going to pick up the food truck, dropping it off. The overhead is really high. It costs me less to run this restaurant than it does a food truck. Wow. Yeah, so, you know, it, it's, it, but it definitely made us um, more uh, to learn visually of how to manage our space because you're yeah. very short on space there. Yeah. And for those that don't know, you actually, the idea was to open this place, but to do so there was some build out that needed to happen and so you actually got a food truck and you guys were in front of your location yeah. for five months yeah about five months uh, the reason is because we know that everybody that's owned a business in Whittier or has a business in Whittier knows that Whittier is a pain in the ass to get permits they don't listen right. to this so don't worry no, <laughs> just kidding you know, we have one of the architects here so yeah, yeah. you know I don't endorse uh, that comment um, my name is Remo no, just kidding <laughs> So, yeah, it, it is a pain to ask to get permits, and, you know, it's, it's just part of their system. And it's a system that we live in the city, so we have to follow. Um, but, you know, the whole meaning of having a food truck in the front of it automatically drives people to a location because they get curious. After you see a food truck park for so many times, eventually you're going to stop. 
you're going to check it out. And one of the things that we didn't do is we didn't put a name on our food truck. We wanted the food to speak for itself, so we didn't have any names on the food truck. It was all black. Do people miss the food truck? Do you ever uh, get people walking in here? So I see do, you get, do you guys miss the food truck? She's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> people shaking their heads. Nope. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I know it's, it's also dangerous. I don't miss the food truck. How about it, my guy right there, Dave? Do you miss the food truck? <laughs> Damn it, Dave. <laughs> it was Dave also Cabral. real dangerous because I know when we were outside, yeah, you, can, you can feel, you can the, feel cars. the cars moving the trailer when they would come like 70, 80 miles an hour yeah. through here at night. Just to keep you awake to make sure you're still working. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But then also, the on, the, well, also <laughs> on the truck, you guys used to close like at 3 in the morning. Uh, when we started, yes. You know, um, that was just to create more traffic. Um, but then it was we were a small team, so eventually we're like, we got to sleep, you know? So we're like, uh-uh, no more. So just we have more tacos. You'll yeah, be good. we definitely cut that out. There's a couple people that hit us on uh, on Yelp because of that. I guess they drove over here. And they were like, you guys say you guys are open until 3 in the morning. I like, yeah, that it's was the beginning. It's and I'm here. Yeah. And no one's here. <laughs> yeah, so no, um, that wasn't going to go for long. We just did it to create more traffic, and it, and it worked. How late are you guys open now? Uh, we stay up until 12 on weekends. Uh, Sunday, Monday, we stay up until 10 o'clock. Um, on the weekend, we stay up until 12. So Friday, Saturday, 12, and every other day, 11. But we open at 11 every single day, except for Sunday, we open at 10 o'clock. When is your guys' peak here? Like, when does it get busy? Um, as soon as we day? open, by 11.30, uh, it gets busy up to, like, 2.30. And then it's kind of like a trickle effect. People in and out throughout that time. And then lunch hours, uh, dinner hours. Uh, when people get out of work, so around 5.30, more people start coming in, and they just, uh, periodically. So what does the menu look like? Is it, uh, obviously, it's not just tacos, right? There's no, we have things. tacos, we have burritos, and uh, we also have fries, we have quesadillas, and then we give the people the alternative to choose any protein that they want and whatever they want. So, like, we have a burrito um, that you get to choose what kind of fries you want in it. So you get to choose sweet potato fries or regular fries, you know, depending if you want the protein from the sweet potatoes or you just want regular fries, it's your choice. There's not an upcharge or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Even on the proteins, it's whatever proteins you want um, for the burrito. The only one that's an upcharge is the vegan shrimp and lobster. And people have loved that taco right here in front of you. So that's actually vegan shrimp and lobster. People well, I don't know. It's time. staring at me. I don't know if I'm allowed to eat it. Yeah, right? It looks it. so pretty. How about you eat the shrimp when I eat the lobster? <laughs> no, is that is that all one or is that? That's all one. You All right, well, I'm, 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 I'm mentally on. getting ready for it because that's a big bite. Yeah, you can fit that in your mouth. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you can fit that. Yeah, Proceed, you got that. <laughs> yeah, and then the other one is our uh, tofu sir taco, which is basically like a oh, hey, play. Let, let me take a quick poll. Have you guys had the shrimp or the lobster? Neither yet, huh? Well, I've had the shrimp, and it actually tastes. <laughs> <laughs> She's had the whole oh, menu. See, what? <laughs> shrimp or lobster? Actually, when I came, the, there was no lobster, but the shrimp was really delicious. It looks like shrimp. It tastes like shrimp. Yeah, but I it's was not really, shrimp. Well, exactly. But it's not shrimp. But it's no. not shrimp. So what is it? It's a vegan. It? <laughs> Tell me after I eat it. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're watching, man. Yeah, I know. It's I'm like waiting, waiting for your reaction to say, damn, that's a good. See, Again. I the whole, the whole thing in one bite. Again, tonight's episode was sponsored by Rev uh, Wine and Brewing Co. Thank you guys so much for all your support. Yeah, we're right now we're drinking uh, Private Reserve dis- Pinot Noir. Can we distribute some uh, beer now that uh, you cracked it open? Yeah, so uh, let's start off with uh, Old Snap. And we're actually going to charm in here. We have a Rev employee to come talk about this beer. 
please come forward and uh, talk to this mic so we can get you on recording. She's like, I have a taco in my mouth. And we, we didn't expect her to come, but she showed us, so we're going to put her at work. So while she comes up here, what's inside? Shrimp and lobster? Vegan? What, what is, I, it, what I, is I, it? I can't tell you that. Is it, is it like because a, then you'll make it, it at home, and then you're not well, somebody say it was magic. So. <laughs> if it was peanut butter and jelly, I would make it at home. Okay, so the first beer we're gonna uh, try out is Old Snap, and uh, give so, us a description of Old Snap. So our Old Snap is a this take, beer here, guys. Uh, this is Veronica. Yes. Got a snap when you order it. So our Old Snap is a take on a German style beer, which is um, similar to a Pilsner malt beer. That's what you're getting. So uh, people who come in and ask for Bud Light. Corona, Modelo, whatever. This is this is pretty much what we guide them to, to drink because it's easy to drink, light. And like I said, it's it's a, it's the closest thing to a Pilsner. So this is why we um, have Old Snap. Nice. My kind of beer, Bud Light. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was Cruise Light, man. <laughs> One of those light beers. Well, water or something. My grandma likes Are any of these light. Hennessy? Because that's... <laughs> <laughs> No. No. Uh, no liquor. liquor. But our beer is pretty. Some of our beer is high in um, ABV. So oh. We, we do have a 18 month bourbon barrel aged stuff. Uh, beer? Don't have for, th- at 13. For a light beer, it's really dark though. Yes. So a regular Kolsch would be a little lighter, would be a little yellow. Ours is not. Ours is a little dark because it's a take on a German style Kolsch beer. And Should uh, I taste the lobster now? Uh, I think I ate it. Uh, he ate it all. This is oh, this is shrimp. This is so the tofu light, sir. The so it's a fish taco. By the way, I love all their stuff. This is really good. Is Yay, Rainbow! Rainbow comes to Rev and doesn't really drink. I don't. I don't drink any other beer. <laughs> <laughs> she keeps bringing beers out, and I'm like, yeah, this is oil. Because <laughs> he just likes Tennessee. <laughs> Look <laughs> at Jess. <laughs> Jesse, you're a mess right now. You got the beer doesn't work good with the white sauce, Jesse. So he's eating uh, tofu sir taco, which is a uh, tofu based, and uh, it's kind of our play on a fish taco. Oh my god, Jesse, yeah. your face! It's pretty good. Huh? It's really I good. That's it. what happens when you have a beard and uh. So what did you think, Jesse? There's uh, sauce on your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I'm not a big tofu guy. Yeah. I it's it's hard for me to eat that. But this is pretty good with all the flavors mixed in. And then anything fried, it's good. No way. <laughs> no way, Jesse. <laughs> so that's good, man. It's, uh, I think the only thing that's missing is Sorry. the... Uh, Sorry for eating all the lobster, Jesse. <laughs> Rebo, uh, Damn you. I thought the they lobster. were personal. <laughs> Your wifey got you two over there. I know. Let me ask you something. I... I Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Both of the wives over there. Yeah. Hey, we're right here. Yeah. Our bartender uh, didn't deliver. I'm on duty. I drink these when I'm at work. So going back to um, going back to uh, masa taco here. Mm. So Rima, what did you think about that taco? So let's get a, a different option on. Meaning on that taco, I like the lobster better yeah. for me. The, I think I would like the two. It was good. They're they're here for uh, <laughs> they're a couple bucks, Jesse. You can pick one up here anytime. Um, I'll be quite honest. I don't remember it. I, <laughs> it was so good. Was it like sweet like lobster? He, he or like, I don't remember. 
Like I, that's not even like a fake answer. Like I ate it so fast, <laughs> it was good. Where I ate all of it. Okay, next time um, you eat the taco, yeah. Next the time flavors. I gotta remember. You guys gotta slow me down. But but really, like the it's. I mean, I haven't had lobster. What am I talking about? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, again, it's one of those things where. I'm, I, do you like tofu? No. Yeah. no. You, you know the thing is the tofu. Texture. Tofu is very bland. So yes. You know, you have to really marinate it. You mm-hmm. have to season it well in order to get any flavor out of it. You know. Here's my thing. Like like. If, if you're getting close to the real thing, it doesn't that defeat the purpose? No, because no, no because you're not died. you're not as for vegans. I mean, it's it's all about you know the animals and animal cruelty and stuff like that. You know, so I mean the beef that we use, the pork that we use, it's all free range. So we don't use anything like Foster Farm or any, you know Farmer John or anything like that. Um, so even so, you take that not just on the vegan products, but into actually the the, the pulled or meat, right? Like it's uh, yeah, you know, humane. Yeah, we got a clap from the audience. Round of applause from the audience. It was ten claps. I I, I heard it. It was ten oh. claps. <laughs> so so going back to uh, masataco here. Obviously, you have you have different types of tortillas that you put together. Yeah. What's your favorite? Can you tell us. My favorite taco to eat. Um, I don't know. I just kind of make my own sometimes. Because I've had everything so many times, you know, so I'll grab the vegan asada, mix it with some vegan soy rizzo, you know, and then I'll throw some real mozzarella on it because, mm, you know, real cheese is bomb. That's why, that's why I can't be <laughs> vegan. Yeah. But you know what? We are, um, we're actually bringing in a cheese that we found, and we had a tasting when we had the food truck. It's called Veal Life. Um, it's imported from France, and the closest place you can buy it to us is Eagle Rock. Oh wow! Um, it's very high priced, but the quality of it—it it mouths like mozzarella, it tastes like mozzarella, and it's not mozzarella. It, going, it, going back to Jesse's question, if it's that close, I mean, I, I get yeah. the animal, you know, and all the other obviously good benefits of not eating non or eating non-vegan food. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of people do it because of that, and other people do it because of health benefits also. You know, some people, um, cholesterol levels are high, so, you know, they can't eat red meat, so they choose all alternatives. So there's a lot of different in and outs of it. Why people eat that? So, so is there, um, so you don't have a favorite uh, dish? Uh, the birria. The birria is probably one of my favorite. Um, so if someone were to come in here first time, what would you recommend? The birria, but sometimes I have to recommend it and we don't have it. <laughs> kind of, so it's good though because they come back kind of like those oh, duck tacos that I never had man those oh, duck tacos those are duck the tacos bomb are Jesse <laughs> <laughs> that's those food truck days every time I came I was like can I get a f- exclusive for the food truck are you guys bringing it back uh, we're actually looking for and we found uh, a few different ways to bring back a vegan uh, duck taco it okay. sounds different, but it's, it, it's we actually did a catering for uh, vegan catering this weekend, and we nailed it because everybody there was, um, you know, a lot of people that are vegan there, and they told us like, how did you guys accomplish this? And but it takes a lot of practice, a lot of R and D behind it for us to get that flavor. And I mean, any of this stuff, we must have done done maybe ten, fifteen times just to get it to where we wanted it. You know, we're currently testing out tamales. We're going to be doing uh, pre-orders, I think, starting when uh, Thursday, all oh. into the weekend. Nice. Yeah, so we're choosing which ones uh, we're actually going to keep and which ones we're not. Do you need tasters? Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah I, had I, mean, <laughs> I mean, we're here. Yeah. 
Christy's always here. So Christy can, is always here. You can just pull her, pull her aside and tell her to taste something. I did try, well, like, the birria one time before they, like, put it out. The tamales? No, I just tried the birria, which is, like, I want to eat it in the tamale. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I'm no. really excited because just, like, when you eat a tamale, you know, it has, like, the meat in there. When you, um, yeah, yeah we did a post on Instagram and yeah, there was a lot, nice. a lot of different comments. I'll say so if you don't if you don't use lard in your in your tortillas or or even in this case the masa, how do you olive without oil, giving the secrets, olive oil I guess, base. Uh, okay olive oil base um, because the olive, olive oil real olive oil um, specifically the one we use it's directly from Mexico it's fresh it hasn't been sitting in a shop for over a year it's a full body so therefore the full body is what controls the masa mm-hmm. as a binding agent. Nice. Jesse, do you know what that means? <laughs> yes. It means it has a lot of full body and it can just, it sticks. <laughs> there you go. That's a good thing. And it, and it cooks. Yeah. I mean, right, it tastes good. It's very flexible. What else are we tasting here? Okay, so uh, this one is uh, what we do with the jackfruit. This is the jackfruit mole, um, which we do a 50-50 blend on a pipian mole, which is basically a more nutty flavored mole with a Oaxaca mole, which is more a darker chocolate mole. So we do a 50-50 blend to get off, get that flavor. And then we use the fruit part of the jackfruit for this dish specifically. Uh, versus the birria, we use the threads of the for the birria, the threads of the jackfruit. Nice. So try that one out before Remo gets it. Yeah, I'm, I'm one bite or two bites and it's gone. So those are all pickled onions that we make in-house. Jesse, just put like the that, taco awkward. down. And it's on the pesto tortilla? It's on pesto tortilla because, you know, uh, the jackfruit is on the sweeter side. Plus, you know, the mole will give you that chocolate um, mm-hmm. nutty flavor. Mm-hmm. And then the tortilla is a pesto tortilla that's dairy-free and nut-free, and that gives, like, the earthy flavor. Yeah, definitely. And This is good. This is probably the best one I've had to work. Yeah, yeah, right? It's so good. It t- I mean, it tastes like chocolate. It has a... Oh, yeah, it's the mole. Is it? Yeah, mole is like a chocolate sauce thing. Well, there's different kinds of moles. Um, the, that's why we do a 50-50, so it's not too sweet and overpowering. There's a little part I left in there for taking it back. <laughs> have a good time. Do you want to crack open another one? Or? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, this is one of my uh, favorites right here. Um, I actually had a, a michelada made out of this. She's going to come back up here and talk. Um, but this one right here, it's made with pineapples. It looks pretty evil. Yeah. So that's our pineapple cider. It's a baby to the pineapple. Uh, it's a passion flower that we serve. You got to talk to the mic. Oh, she just walked away. It's okay. She was laughing. Oh. I heard. I kind of got it. Pineapple cider. Okay. So the bottle that David has, that's uh, our Tapachi cider. It's the baby to our um, Tapachi sour. So um, Eddie, the owner, hired two guys to chop up 1,500 pineapples. Um, so when we say that we are organic, this is actually raw organic pineapples that were used to make this beer. Yeah. And... Um, the brewer uses everything. We don't let nothing go to waste. We use the core. We use the outside, the skin, to make the tapache. So this beer, I like to make micheladas with it. People say, no way. But now we tell people, if you don't like it, I'll give you a different beer. Probably one of the best micheladas I've had. Thank you. David didn't believe me, and he finally was like, all right. It, you so, know, yep. and you, and you uh, before, so whoever's getting a, a sample of this, before you drink it, if you smell it or sniff it, it, it actually like, gives you. It smells like throw up. Oh, oh my gosh. No, I'm it's just, it's real. a sour. It's, it's, it I mean, you get the sour. smell of uh, yeah. pineapple, you know, it's pretty no, good. Yeah, you do. Benny, Benny, let me have the, the other. The snap or the pineapple, this pineapple one? 
This one? Oh, we need another bottle. So, guys, the beer that we just gave you a sample of is from Rev uh, Brewery and Winery. They're located in Covina. So, if you like it, you know, go out there and uh, they have a really nice tasting room and stuff you guys can check out. It's vegan beer with your vegan tacos, right? Organic. So, let me ask you something. Are, are you, uh, I know you do catering. Um, what, what, how much percentage of business goes towards uh, catering and then uh, the restaurant? Um, is it, well, I mean, we just, we've only been open for five weeks, so. Um, no, <laughs> Yeah. Really? The restaurant five weeks. But they've been open since November, uh, September 30th. She knows all the info. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, this one is a pineapple uh, cider. Cider. Cider? Yeah, cider. That's the expert over there. You have more questions? We just like to drink it. It has a really good aftertaste. When you first taste it, you're like, what is this? And then after a while, it kind of grows on you. Yeah. No, it's really good. I mean... And it goes perfect. The acidity flavor on it, it, it went perfect with the michelada that she made. Oh, the cucumber-based michelada. And it's really light, too. It's not even... The, the O-Snap, I think, it felt like it had more alcohol. Oh, yeah, so no, no, I'm good. Ah. <laughs> We're going to get a Remo little buzz for you. <laughs> Try to take advantage of me? I'm married now. <laughs> not me. She is. Yeah. <laughs> She's giving me that look, look. <laughs> yeah. So thumbs up. So, uh, what else we got here? So we have two more tacos here. Um, one is a chicken tinga, that's vegan, um, and then the other one is what we call ube mas, which is basically a chef medley of mushrooms uh, with tofu, with a chipotle hoisin sauce, uh, house-made kimchi, and fresh kale chips on top. You want to try one? I try one. If it comes here, it's not going back. So go ahead first. <laughs> No, it's okay. I've been eating. Oh. Hey guys, if you guys see questions on there that people ask, let okay. us know and then uh, so we can answer it. He's saying this to Jen Portillo, who was our guest. Actually, we just launched a burrito that is uh, three pounds that has rice and beans in it. Nice. Um, it's the Surf and Turf uh, burrito, so it has uh, vegan asada, uh, vegan shrimp, vegan lobster. It has uh, brown rice that's mixed in with our pesto. Roasted pasillas, black beans, cebolla uh, cilantro, a vegan salsa, a vegan crema, and then a green salsa. Yeah. Three pounds? Three pounder. Wow. That, that, that tinga is really good, man. What is it, Jesse? Really so, good. So tinga is, uh, you know, in, in, in our culture, it's basically like shredded chicken with chipotle. And it's eat, we usually eat it in a tostada, and we put lettuce on top, and then cotija cheese. Um, but we made it into a taco form. But it's vegan. So it's, it's all really plant-based. Uh, same marinade that we would do in a regular tinga. Um, but like I said, it's plant-based on a smoky chili tortilla. And it's spicy, too. It has got a nice little kick to it. That's the chipotle, and then the tortilla also has a little kick. Nice. So David's like, how can nobody's passing me a taco? I know. I'm like, just looking, I'm thinking <laughs> yeah, about the tacos. Here, we'll let, okay. we'll let oh, us. that's my favorite, the ube mas. Oh, in that case. Oh, que triste, that's so sad. The whole audience grown for me. Thanks, guys. I appreciate well, it. It's funny because like, when you say that, it's kind of like, well... You could all give give us your opinion and review without even tasting yeah, it. Yeah, right? just bring it back. I it's <laughs> nice and sweet and tasty. But I've never, I actually haven't had it for a long time. So you guys just added the kale to it because I haven't, I've never had it with the kale just, on the it. The kale chips, yeah. yeah. It was just we, added two days ago, Christine. Oh, no, we two had it for days a while, ago. but you know, we had step up your game up. I'll give it three some, days uh, ago. I'll give it a little bit of crunch. 
because uh, you know the tofu soft and then the mushroom soft and tortilla soft, so just to offset the texture. So, so you mentioned the burrito. I mean, that, that's one of those things where when you look at the menu. So we're not going to put it up there, but we do have it on Instagram. So so, it's, come so in, if somebody comes it, in and asks for the menu. We'll make it. Really? Yeah. Right. So I'm a big, I'm a big bean guy. Like, I love beans, and it's... Uh, how do you uh, <laughs> How do you make that tortilla to hold a three-pound... Well, we just double up the tortilla. Mm. Yeah, because the, all the burritos we make, and people think, like, you know, they come in here, they say, can I get a burrito? And then they wait 25 minutes, and they're like, what the hell? Why is my burrito at? Well, because we got to make it. We got to cook the food. Then we got to make the burrito. Then we got to wrap it. And then we sear the burrito all the way around. So that that alone takes time. Mm. Clarify that, because... So, so now, when Remo orders a burrito, and he shows up, he actually be on time <laughs> to get the order. Well, I said we do text <laughs> orders also. We have a lot of the people yeah. text us. Yeah, they text us their orders. And, uh, yeah, you can text your order in. Uh, we'll tell you our wait time. We'll tell you, you know, you text your order in if it's vegan or non-vegan, what kind of tortilla you want. Um, people ask what kind of drinks we have. We let is them know. It, is it like your phone number or is it an actual app? No, it's, or? it's my number. It goes to my oh, okay. number, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. Talk yeah. about dedication, man. Yeah. It's my company, and, you know, I stand behind it, and if anybody has any complaints, I'm the one to answer the phone. Very cool. I, I like that uh, order before uh, you get Well, I mean, here, one of the things is, that, you know, I tell people all the time, like, when you walk in, it's when we do your order. If somebody walks in with 20 tacos and you order two tacos, well, I'm sorry for the person that ordered two tacos. They're going to wait because mm-hmm. the person that walked through the door deserves their my priority before the person that ordered two tacos. So my restaurant is a first-come, first-served basis. So i got to make sure that I get here before Remo. Yeah, so order my two tacos. <laughs> I don't know, Jesse. You can put well, it down too, Jesse. If you're going to taco shot, don't order just two tacos. <laughs> yeah. Make your weight, you know, yeah. be, be worthwhile. Yeah. Two tacos, go to, you know, Taco Bell, go. drive through. There you go. No, that's not even a taco. All right, <laughs> do you want to crack open another one or are we. Uh... Yeah, let's do it. Okay, we got the boss. So this is uh, Heffenweiser. Any specific. Nice. Who said that? Less drinking, more masa making. Trying to get the ass over here. I can show them how to do it. <laughs> On Instagram Live. You've just been challenged. Choco meal. Okay. What does that mean? So we're going to take a recommendation. Exactly. Uh, we're going to take some choco meal. If you don't know what choco milk is, you got to tell your mom to take a Calimax. <laughs> if you don't know what Calimax is, you just got to drive over the border. Babe, let's go to the border. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what it is. Choco meal is like the nest quick for Mexicans in Mexico. So we actually use actual Pancho Pantera, legit Pancho Pantera Choco Really? Absolutely. So she just said that they actually use a true uh, Pancho Pantera Choco meal mix. So that's kind of cool. So does that mean I'm going to, like, bust out in my... Nice. Anybody out there want to choco meal? You guys want choco meal? Derek, our number one fan, who asked a question in our last live episode. By the way, guys, this is, like, special. We don't just give away beer every day. We don't even sell beer here. We're, they do it, they it, do it every Tuesday. And Come on, by. Okay. <laughs> it's like yeah. Tuesday, but it's beer Tuesday. It tastes like a Guinness. Well, cheers, everybody. What do, you, what do you got for drinks in terms of, because uh, you make your own uh, drinks too, yeah, right? Yeah, so we got a uh, coconut or chata, which is like the number one seller here. Thank you, Benny. 
And then we have a hibiscus uh, jalapeno uh, that was created by Jessica. Uh, she's one of the other chefs here. And then the other one is uh, ginger tamarindo. Mm, you um, brought that back? Really yeah, I brought it back. Um, cool. You know, we, and we change it based on, you know, what we get at the store or what we feel like making. You know, on the weekends we tend to have, or like Taco Tuesday, we tend to have the coconut chata because it's a big favorite from everybody. Um, so, in, by the way, in front of us, um, this is our plate on a, a Mediterranean gyro um, lamb taco. So it's all mm. vegan. You're not going to eat this one because this one's been sitting outside. Come on, Remo, yeah, take, a bite. <laughs> <laughs> take so a bite. So what we did with this one is that we marinated it with the traditional uh, mint, uh, cilantro, olive oil, and then we use our vegan crema to make a, what we what Mediterranean people call tzatziki, mm-hmm. which is basically uh, a citrus, uh, minty, um, leafy Greek yogurt sauce made with uh, cucumber. Mm-hmm. So it's very refreshing. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you can see, there's a little bit of mint on it, fresh tomatoes. And uh, one of the most popular things that Mediterranean people eat is falafel. Mm. So falafels are made out of garbanzo beans. So what we do with the garbanzo beans, we fried it. So it gives it a little mm. crunch of tacos. So we're going to be making two of them. We're going to taste, really taste it right now when they come over here. Um, but this is a special for today that we made for the What's Up With Your special. There you go. Um, you know. So yeah, this taco has never been released. Every Taco Tuesday we try to create something different. Uh, something that... Nobody there else ever made like I mean we hashtag it to look for if somebody made it already. We look on Google to see if somebody made it already. Nobody's made it, so you know a lot of things that we make here we're the first ones to do it. Very nice. Yeah, I had that taco before we started, and it was so good. I can't like the tzatziki tasted like real tzatziki. The chickpeas um, deep fried like they did add that crunch. Um, yeah, super delicious. It looks really nice. <laughs> well, that, that was for the presentation. Uh, so we're, we're to, like, you talk about the food you're creating. You talk about the drinks that you're creating. Where does all this come from? Like, are I mean, you, are I, you I, doing is, this stuff? Or? No, I mean, a, a lot of it is uh, all my staff that works here, I let them be creative. You know, I let them make mistakes. And then I take their ideas and then we make them better. So, you know, we let them freestyle and we decide, like, when it's a slow day, you know, they create different stuff. Um, and then we decided, like, Jessica's, Jessica's been the one that's been creating the different masas for the tamales. And, you know, yesterday we had a tasting from them. And then we, we basically picked which one's not good, which one's good, which one will work, which one will sell. You know, and one of the things that we did was that, you know, post on uh, Instagram to ask people what they want. And this restaurant is very successful because of that. Because we ask our audience, what is it that they want? We, we're the only restaurant that, that I've seen that we ask... Are, and we have inter, very interactive social media. You know, we post something, we'll get 40, 50 comments back. You know, which is really good for us. But I think because of that whole interaction where we ask our customers what they want and we actually make it for them, they appreciate it. What's the craziest thing that your staff, your your, your cooks back there came up with and you're like, man, we're, you know, that's just... A, a big yes or a big no? <laughs> <laughs> uh, craziest thing... I mean, it's. I mean, bacon wrapped hot dogs. Uh, I don't know. I mean, we're actually working on one. Uh, we're gonna oh, do wait, a, really? We're gonna do a play on. You heard it here first. I was one that mentioned it. <laughs> What's up with your exclusive? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're working on a vegan bacon wrapped hot dog um, play. Uh, we're gonna make our own sausages. Uh, so we're, we're actually ordering a vegan casing 
and we're gonna be grinding our own meat Ooh. to create our own vegan salsa dish. That's yeah. cool. I'm excited for that. Yeah, so Damn, that's like next level stuff. Please? No. Hot dogs? <laughs> no, I wish Couché. Yeah. That's a good hot dog place, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, wish Couché is good. Nice. And they stay open really late. So. Yeah. So you guys would actually make your own sausages? Your yeah. yeah. We make our own sausages. That's well, you already make everything, right? I mean, yeah, we make everything. Is. I mean, we had uh, on Sundays, the reason we open at 10 o'clock is because, you know, we tend to have a soup. You know, for right now, it's like a cold season. So, you know, we did the Siete Mare soup. Before that, we did the uh, Almondiga, vegan Almondiga mm-hmm. soup, which sold, sold by 2 o'clock. People were coming in with pots, huh? Right? <laughs> you know, and it's cool because people are getting stuff that they can't get nowhere else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we're creating a different environment for the vegan culture. And the reason we did that is because they demanded it. They, they asked us when we were in the food truck, say, hey, you guys are the only ones doing this around here. You know, would you guys do more? And I said, yeah, we definitely do more. If our audience wants it, as a chef, we want to cook what our people enjoy eating. You know, and if for us it's fun because it's new to us, it's creative, we're using our, our imagination, we're using our mind a lot, we're going to foreign markets, we're researching, you know, so it's getting our, our the chef inside of us to be more creative and more creative. And they have the option, all my staff does. So who's the most creative chef here? I am. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. Other than you. Uh, other well, than me, you, I mean, let's, they, get, let's give a shout out to all your. your so, your yeah, so I mean, they're, they're, they're all individually creative in their own way. Um, you know, so sometimes they, they say an idea. The thing is, like, everybody's techniques are a certain level. You know, so I'm kind of bringing slowly, you know, Jessica's been working with me in other past locations. So she's more advanced as far as restaurant knowledge, but some of these guys come from a restaurant some of them was, one of them was a student and now cooks like like he's a, a, a cook at a hotel you know um, but yeah so everybody's very unique in what they do and their mentalities are different so I couldn't rate them individually you know just because they all have their own imagination that's politically correct right there yeah <laughs> so honestly who would like yeah, right. <laughs> me <laughs> I, and that's, that's my specialty I love to freestyle I love to go out there and talk to farmers, and, you know, we went to the farmer's market a couple, uh, Thursday for that catering that we did, you know, um, I, I literally grab the tomatoes, I look at them, I touch them, I feel them, and I handpick every single ingredient that we use, you know, and that, that's, that's quality, you know, we go out there and call, yeah, you pay more, but it reflects on your food and the flavor. So, in front of us, one, I'll give you the big one because I know you have a big appetite, man. Especially it's Mediterranean, so that's... That is like you, Remo. I know, right? That's, uh... Oh, yeah, so, you know, this is right up your sleeve right yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, believe it or not, I actually don't eat the yogurt. Well, this is not yogurt. I know, but it's the... I don't it's even know. Ziki. The ziki, yeah. Yeah. It's the only probably Mediterranean thing I don't eat. Why? just never did. It's delicious. <laughs> you should eat it. It's like, you know, people say like, well, I hate rice and beans in a burrito. I say, why? Because I ate it all my life when I was growing up. It was, yeah. it was rice and beans. You go, come rice and beans. You want this? Rice and beans. I fucking hate rice and beans. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not a big rice fan, but I love beans, man. I, I mean, and it's, yeah. But it's one of those for like, you either like it because it was good. I mean, they're always good. You always, yeah. I just, well, I've ate it so many times. It's like, I think I've had enough rice and beans go to my system. Or, <laughs> 
Wow, you're nodding your head. You're, this is like the, this is like a smile is creeping across your face. So in here we have uh, cumin, coriander, mm, uh, so lime zest, mint, um, cucumber, fresh cucumber, fresh mint, fresh cilantro, mm -hmm. uh, our vegan crema. It's very, very, it's a very, very unique flavor, and it's very close to like what lamb would really taste in a gyro. Yeah. This is just like lamb. Yeah, like exactly. Real, yeah. Totally. This is, this is incredible. <laughs> like, it's how you spice the protein. Yeah, and, and really. the thing is, like, I've, I've worked with Middle Eastern uh, chefs before. i work with, you know, French chefs. And I know their spices and what they're... One of the main ingredients that they use is coriander, cumin. Mm -hmm. You know, it's one of the main things they use in, in uh, Mediterranean uh, spices. This is damn good. Yeah, this it is, is really bomb. Good. It is good. It's got a lot of flavors. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is the best one that I've had. And yeah, both of you are like happy, like yeah. Yeah, and he ate the Greek yogurt. Well, whatever it was. It's, vegan. <laughs> uh, it's all vegan. We'll take two more of those. <laughs> no more. Your wife you got two tacos over there for you. I know. So David, what else? What else you got coming up? I know we talked about rotating menu. Yeah, um, rotating menu. Um, you know, we're creating different soups right now. We did the the we did the coconut champurrado. You know, that was a pain in the ass. It just, it took about four hours, you know, an hour and a half of just toasting the harina. And just, you know, we use the coconut flour and it, and it takes, it's so much effort that we put into our food, you know. So that's why if you ever see me on Instagram and I post something about Yelp, it's because it, it, I ha I'm going to defend my team, you know, and they put a lot of hours into their, our work. And, you know, when somebody just walks in here and thinks that they're Gordon Ramsay. Well, then you can take your ass to another restaurant and eat some cheap-ass food that comes out of a bag, you know. <laughs> yeah. So you say I'm, no more, I'm not welcomed anymore? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can come, you know. It's just, you know. Just text in your order. They think that they know, they know food because they go out to eat at different restaurants, and that's not the case. Like, food has evolved based on the ethnicities that all the cultures have put into it you know you go to downtown LA how many different cultures are not in downtown LA there's probably over 2,000 different so all those restaurants are infused with some kind of I'm not a Mediterranean restaurant but I just made a Mediterranean taco that a person that's Mediterranean just Korean ate. Korean <laughs> from the Middle you know? East yes but, but it's it, and it's and it's your take right it's your take on it's our take yeah, you know yeah. but it's it's all it everything is and you know my, one of my favorite things is leave food and the flavor to what the origin is and just expand from there. So when we say we make tinga, well, we don't use a different kind of chili. We use chipotle because in, in traditional tinga, you use chipotle. Versus here, you know, we're doing the same concept that all the spices, everything that they use in, in, those, in that country. That preparation. Yeah. And their food is very fresh, very good. You know, the reason we did the, the garbanzo is because... They use uh, the falafels. Mm -hmm. They love falafels. That's mm. one of the things. You know, falafel tacos. Falafels are stuff. bomb. Yeah, falafels are bomb. Yeah. That was really good. I'm glad you like it. Yeah. I, I think Remo won a, a winner. Yeah, that's by far the best. Uh, oh, we got two more. Three more. Well, let's crack one open. Yeah. As we're go, cracking go one fast. open. Okay, so now we're going to go. The one we were going to open up with the boss. This one's the boss. It's the Heffenweiser. While, while we're pouring, anybody out there have any questions for David? Do I say who I am? Hey, Matthew, you guys want beer? 
My name is Jennifer Portillo. I've been a vegetarian for 20 years since 1997. So uh, it's kind of it's kind of a big deal to have a vegan spot, especially in the Latino community. I used to visit my family in Costa Rica, and they'd be like, "What are you, a masochist?" You know. And like, finally, my cousins are converting. But I'd like to know what it is that inspired you to start this Latin uh, <laughs> vegan taco. Yeah, this Latin vegan taco inspired uh. joint. So what inspired me was that we had a menu that we wanted to cater to everybody um, because there's so many different, everybody eats different and everybody's opinion counts, you know, but we did, our clientele was demanding more vegan products and I said, well, you know what, it's it's new to me. I've always thought as a chef growing up that I was like, I hate vegetarians, I hate vegans, it's boring, I'm cooking simple as vegetables, I want to cook steak, I want to cut fish, etc. but as and I said, okay, well, you know what? That's a demand. And as a business owner, if that's the road you see and that's the successful road you see, that's the road you're going to take. And as I got more in-depth into it, it's, it's fun for me now, you know, because we're very creative and they're being creative. And that's why they enjoy working here, you know, because I give them the freedom to be creative um, and expand their creativity, which makes them better as cooks or whatever lo- like next location they go to. Um, would definitely have more knowledge of what they're doing. So, so to put you on the spot, Go ahead. since you started the, the vegan taco revolution over here in Whittier, are you a vegan? No. Will I ever be? No. Why is that? Just Because uh, in order for me, if I was vegan, if I would have started vegan from the, from the get-go, I would never have been able to create those flavors. Because I never would have tasted those flavors in the first place. But so how could I create something I never had? But now that we're here and you created them already, are you ready to go be vegan? No, I mean I we grew you know I grew up in ranches, so we we slaughter our own animals, and not for cruelty. We slaughter them in a way that you know we to eat to feed ourselves. You know, so it was I, more of a sustainable farm. Yeah, is what so you're doing so now. you know we I love going to Valle de Guadalupe um, because one of the things out there is that. It, it's really a self-sustainable ground. Like, every restaurant has their own garden. They grow their own thing. They use their own animals, their own, uh, you know, whatever the animals digest. They feed it into their plants. It's a living organism in that, you know, in that ground. And it's really appreciated when their food is really fresh. You know, they're not hurting anybody. They're not hurting nothing. And that's the way it should be. I mean, it's. I know we're kind of slowly moving into that, that direction. Uh, it'll, it's going to take a while, but... But you see a lot of, uh, you know, in-city uh, farming. Um, you see a lot of, like, uh, front lawn uh, gardens coming up. Um, you see families who are now having, you know, chickens and having their own eggs uh, at home, which back then... you live then, in Whittier or where do you live? <laughs> I mean, he lives in South Whittier. But, but I'm, I'm saying this because... I like going to Ralph's. Right. State of Brothers. That's where I go. Well, I say this because, you know... You, you never that's something you saw like like you know where I grew up I grew up in East LA I mean it's uh you know my grandma used to have chickens she used to have you know get eggs from the chickens she had um and at that point it was one of those things where like you're almost like man my grandma has chickens you know and like you hear the rooster roost thing and, yeah, we used to have and it wasn't too. it wasn't it wasn't a cool thing I mean it was uh it was more of a uh, you know I remember the neighbor used to used to complain because you know it He'd be waking up. He didn't get any chickens. Well, he didn't get any eggs. That's the thing. But all right, we have a question from the Instagram that's asking, "When will the next Masa Taco be open?" Uh, we're actually in the process. Uh, we're working out to buy next door. 
we want to knock down this wall and open up a, a vegan um, vegan beers and vegan wines, which we'll, we will be carrying a Rev. Definitely, that's my number one uh, stop. But um, after that happens, hopefully next year. Next year, we're, we're, we're looking to expand, you know, and, and I'm going to be honest with you guys, I definitely want to stay away from big city. Uh, I want to stay on the outskirts because one of the things is that if you a big vegan person and you follow the vegan fat kid, and it really got to me when he told me he has a huge social media. So he's like the vegan fat kid. So on, on vegan, his name's the vegan fat kid. He's not fat whatsoever, <laughs> you know. But um, you know, he he blogs around a lot of restaurants and people that are vegan are that's like that's where they look at different restaurants through him. And he told me that he's like, you know what? Um, he's like Trejo's Tacos. He goes, they asked me to do a blog about their tacos, and I said no. And I said, why'd you say no? He goes, well, uh, one thing is that he's from Panorama City and never once has he ever donated anything to his community. He took his taco concept and put it in a place where there's already a ton of money, but they don't need it. He goes, and you kept your location somewhere where you knew it was at risk because you don't know the demand. You didn't know what was going to happen. I could have lost all my money, um, you know, just investing in here, but I didn't. I chose to stay here. I'm from Whittier, so that was my first choice. Um, but we definitely want to stay on the outskirts and put restaurants like this where where they need it. You know, a lot of people around here that come to this restaurant always tell me like, we got to go to West Hollywood, we got to go to uh, Pasadena, we got to go far to eat. So I attract a lot of the people around here because I'm local. Well, well, in my case, for a good taco, we're going down to East LA. So now it's a uh it's closer to home, and I think that's the reason why you chose this location. Yeah, because it's closer to my house. But uh, <laughs> closer to my house. It's closer to Christine's house. And my work. Yeah, right. But uh, no, definitely. I mean, it's most like I mean, you're right in the in the street that you're on. Um, you know, the little strip mall that you have yeah. here. Well, I chose this location because they told me that three restaurants have failed. There you go. And I Fort, I come from hey. charm. Yeah, I come from an opening restaurant um, background. I've opened up 14 restaurants and hotels. Um, worldwide, and now I wanted to open my own. And when they told me that three restaurants have failed, I've never failed at a restaurant because my background and it's what I love. So I said, okay, I'll take it. Nice. So that same day, we signed the lease. I gave a down payment, and we started to work. You know, and I, I sat down. And I was like, okay, I gotta make this work because it doesn't work. Then my ass is gonna go back to work to corporate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it, it, a business, it is. You know, you start it and you're gonna fail. And you're going to fail again. You're going to go broke. And then as long as you never give up, then, you know, eventually you're going to have something that's going to work. Yep. You know, but some people give up on the line because it is hard. It's not meant for everybody. Christine's giving the, I know, giving give, the finger. The finger. Yeah. It's, it's, give, her, uh, give her more beer. But it's one of those things where, like, if you create good, like, something good, people are going to follow yeah. you. I mean, they're as gonna long as you're creating them. value, I, you know, and in this case, vegan value, people will come. Yeah. Yeah, you know if what? You build it, they will come. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not vegan. Uh, and, and when I wake up in the morning, or I'm gonna go grab lunch, it doesn't pop in my head like, "Let's go get some vegan food." <laughs> but I'll tell you this: like, uh, just in terms of food, like if, again, you're close to my house, so if we're thinking tacos, we're you know, the wife and I, you know, we're, we're yeah, de- definitely. And if you could eat, pops up. yeah, if you could eat, if you can eat tacos and get really good flavor and eat healthy at the same time, yeah. why would you go eat somewhere else when what you eat is what your body is yeah. fueling, you know. That's why we have a high risk of cancer in the United that's, States. That's right, yeah. I'm shaped like a taco, right. man. <laughs> well, I'm shaped like a burrito. I don't want to say it, Jesse. I'm a burrito. No, but I guess that's one thing. When, when I think of I'm going to go eat a taco, it's never healthy. 
It's never healthy. It's never healthy. At least here, there's definitely, you know, I mean, the you, flavors are yeah. going to be the same, so it's going to be healthy. I mean, you fill up, but you don't feel disgusted. Yeah. Like, you don't, right. you don't eat your taco and look at a bunch of oil on the bottom of your plate. Yeah. You know, because that's what, you know, clogs your... Your your heart valve. Damn! Now stuff. you're making me feel really bad, man. It's. <laughs> I was gonna say. I think. I think when you eat, when gonna go you eat go taco past the fit taco, it's when it's not healthy. <laughs> Under five, I think you're okay. But <laughs> all tacos are healthy as long as you eat four or less. Four or less. That's the magic number. I used to come here all the time after midnight, and then I would get the tacos, and I really wouldn't feel bad because they were so good and delicious and, like, so guilt-free. Anyway, I endorse masa taco in case that hasn't been um, a point yet. There you go. There you go. Yeah. All right, David. Are we cracking up one last yeah, one? So, and then, uh, well, we got two last ones, but I guess any we more, more. Uh, questions out there? What advice would you give other aspiring that, That's easy. So that was from Evelyn, uh, who is actually our guest on uh, episode eighteen. We are lactivists. Check it out. But she said, um, "What other advice do you have to give to aspiring entrepreneurs?" This is. I mean, there's three people up here that are, have their own businesses. One thing is. The main thing is never give up on yourself. The strongest support that you can have is your own support. Your family support is one, but if your own mind gives up on yourself, then everything's going to fail. That, that's my recommendation is never give up on anything you do because eventually that right door opens and it's, it's a sweet ride from there. By the way, that's my Pretty girlfriend. <laughs> Thank you. You're like, how do you follow up on that one, man? <laughs> I'm looking at you, Jess. Go ahead. <laughs> and you know what? It, it's everybody's gonna have a different outtake on it because we're all different industry, you know. So Remo, you know, sells houses, or he has people selling houses for him. Plus, you have. Plus, you have. Right. Plus, you all have a like. Like I always say, you know, you all kind of have your own story. So, um, yeah, you have your own experience. You have your own background. Um, so with that said, Remo, what, would, what advice would you give for an uh, up-and-coming op- entrepreneur? I would say come here. <laughs> you're thinking of buying no. and selling. Uh, I think the, big, the most important thing is, is that some sort of mentor or someone that could show you how to get to where you want to get to faster. So a mentor is probably the m- most important thing. And that's always, you know, a lot of people just want to get to the glory, but... I think a year or two of learning under someone goes a, a long way and it'll get you to your success a lot faster. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I did 15 years in working in kitchens for other people before I even thought about opening my own company. And that, that foundation is what gets you yeah. to where, you, you know, you know how the kitchens ran, how kitchens should be laid out, all the important things that you don't know if you just decide to open up a, you know, a Yeah, spot. you know, restaurants are really hard to yeah. open up. There's so many different things that you got to do. Um, so many different permits, you know, um, you're feeding people, you know, there's a lot of things that can happen. People get sick if you don't do the right thing, if you don't cook it right, you know. So, yeah, there's, there's a lot to know, you know, you just don't open a restaurant from one day to another. Yeah, it's, I was going to say the, uh, the, I know we talked about this last time in terms of advice. I know last time I said, you know, ask if you're a person who's trying to go into business or, or, or do something different, um, I always ask. I always say that you, you should ask a lot of questions, because um, because uh, that's the only way you, you learn. You learn by asking. Uh, but but also I think uh, you know one of those things we're like kind of piggyback on what you guys said is that is that uh, if you were thinking of doing something, 
um, it, and it's something you like or a business that you like, you should definitely go work for somebody in that field because that you're, you're two things. One is you're getting paid to do it, and second, you're learning, right? So you're, you're getting paid to learn something that you're eventually going to get into. So, you know, I know there's schooling and stuff like that that you could go to, but for me, I think that's probably the best uh, a way to learn, yeah. especially if you're kind of a – well, I think most jobs are, are I'd say maybe like 80%, if not more, is, is uh, on-the-job training yeah, go to the or source. experience, right? Yeah. Uh, so if you could kind of get there sooner, then the faster you'll be able to get into that position – of uh, of either running your own business or, or helping launch a business, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I mean, anybody ever thinks about opening a restaurant and needs any kind of questions, answer anything like that? I'm here, you know. My number is a text order. You can reach me directly. I've had my number go. for 15 hey, years. And, and Remo's, I think, thinking of opening up a restaurant, right? No, no. <laughs> Damn. Maybe you could get find me I'll a location. Sell a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> By yourself. We'll, we'll open a restaurant. Yeah, it's it's a lot different, you know. I'll be your number one customer. That's what I would be. <laughs> so what's the last beer that we just had? The last it's beer. It's sour, right? It, yeah, it's a collaboration beer uh, with Rube Rebellion and Rev. It's a sour green apple beer that they did a collaboration, right? And then the last one we're going to open up is... Uh, Moonshine. Mustafar Dark's uh, Saison. And it's also by Rev. Who's our sponsor? <laughs> Who is definitely our sponsor and always is my sponsor. So, David, I know I know we asked this before, um, and I already know the answer. But um, if if you were to bring if you were to bring something to Whittier, other than a vegan taco place, uh, what else would you bring to to Whittier that's that's missing right now? Um, something that you would like to see, or, or you would frequent. That I would like to see. Yeah. Uh, number one, better parking uptown Whittier. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be coming in a year or two. They're building a structure. I think everybody, uh, you know, agrees with uh, that. and that's one of the things. And uh, a better farmers market. Okay. Farmers market here is. Um, I'm sorry to say this, but it's a joke to all the other farmers markets I've ever been to. So let's get on that, Jesse. I, I think we're gonna have to hire this guy. Um, I mean, some of the best farmers market I've been to. One of them is. Um, it's on is Wednesdays in uh, Santa Monica. They open at eight o'clock, and, and then from six to eight o'clock, they only open up for chefs. So chefs go in there and they get first picks, and then after that, it gets open to the public. On so that's uh, Wednesdays and Saturdays, and then on Thursdays in Pasadena, they have another farmers market that starts at four o'clock, uh, which is also really good. But by far the best one that's you know, kind of close to us is Santa Monica. So what makes it so good? Is it the quality of produce? It's the or? quality and the variety and the knowledge that the farmers have. You know, a lot of the farmers that we have in Uptown Whittier, which is very, very little, um, they're, they're buying from Central Market in L.A. off Alameda and bringing the cases and displaying it like if they were farmers. You know, because I asked, like, well, where did this come from? Like, oh, well, this comes from this farm. And over there, you're talking directly to the farmer that literally picked these products from their own crops. You know, and, and it's, it's such a variety. That's why you don't see chefs. I mean, for me, the best advice I can give to, that, to the farm market here is go to Uptown Whittier. And I said this before. Go to Uptown Whittier. Talk to the chefs. See their menus. And say, chef, 
you know, what if I carried, if I got you a vendor that carried this product in our market, would you buy it from us? You know, and then, then you go to the foreign markets over there and you tell them, hey, I have restaurants that are willing to buy from you guys if you guys come display your product here. And then they're going to come because they already, that's already uh, assertive that they're going to get a sale. You know, versus they get a couple sales here and there, it's not worth it for them, you know. But I've gone to foreign market. I went to the Pasadena one and blew $350. Easy. Yeah. You know, but there, there's a variety of, I think we could have a better, you know, or even have like a demonstration. I, and I yeah. said it before, where, and I said I would be willing to do it, that I would put one of my food carts out there and we use the products that from the farmers and we create sample food for the people that are there. And then when they ask, like, oh, where'd you get this product from? Oh, from that farmer. Where'd this come from? Oh, that farmer. You know, and it makes people taste the product in a different way that, you know, the farmer's not, not displaying it. And the farmers, they probably sometimes are not big cooks or chefs, right? They just are farmers. No, a lot of them are just farmers, but, you know, they really know their crops. They know exactly where it comes from. They know exactly, you know, they, they perfected that because that's all they know. That's, that's, you know, that's their career. Yeah. So when you're not hanging out here at Masa Tacos and... Shit, when is that? That's all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Where else would you uh, venture off to have, uh, you know, a sandwich, a burger, a taco? So one of my favorite sandwich places, two places. The closest one to us um, is Fermentos in Montebello yeah. off mm, Beverly. Yeah, Fermentos, okay. right by the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> Bob. Okay. And then the second one is in downtown LA. It's called Eastside Market. It's been around yeah. since 1930. Mm-hmm. It's off Cesar Chavez. Those are my two favorite delis. Like, if I was going to get a sandwich, like, I don't go to Subway because that's just garbage. Yeah. You know? Um, I was there today. <laughs> <laughs> he worked for Subway. He got the $5 I was, deal. I wasn't there for today. <laughs> but, you know, those are my two places to go for sandwiches as far as that goes. You know, it, and it just depends. It just depends on the mood or day. Huh? Oh, burgers. I go to Vodka Burgers. Mm, you know, vodka I'm, burgers that's definitely not vegan bomb. at all. No way. But, <laughs> God damn, that burger's bomb. Yeah, it is <laughs> what, so good. What, what do you get there? Huh? What do you get? Which one? I've had all their menu. Would well, you have a favorite one? No, nah, they're all good. Yeah. Yeah, they're all good. I haven't eaten there yet, but yeah, I, my, my, my go-to is a barbecue one. Oh, the, the, the vodka? What, the onion ring? Yeah, the onion ring. Oh, yeah, that's really good, vodka. man. Aaron, if you're hearing us, bro, bring some burgers over here. What's but, up? But I'll tell you yeah. this. It's, it's, <laughs> or we'll be right over yeah. there. Yeah. So, over of course, we're speaking about burgers in a vegan place, right? It's, uh, yeah. Well, I'm not vegan. So, I mean, if anybody's offended by it, I, you know, I cook vegan food. But it doesn't mean that I have to be vegan. Everybody has a personal choice. And my personal choice is that barbecue one. With the onion ring. The deep fried onion ring in large. I'll tell you this, man. It's one of those things where, like, you definitely got to go with like an empty stomach because they're big burgers. Mm-hmm. And for me, you got to bring somebody along to be able to share fries because uh, a burger Candy and fries is, is a yeah. lot of food. Yeah, so. they have those dirty fries lot. and stuff. It's good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a good quality, self-sustainable, free-range beef that he, for, in my opinion, as a chef, he's perfected the burger. Yeah, really. And I told him, I said, you should do a vegan version of it. You should do a vegan burger. Well, he uses the portobello mushroom in sub of a... Oh, but you're thinking like kind of like Beyond Burger? Like a like a meat patty that's not meat. Yeah, yeah. But have you heard of like the Beyond Patty? Yeah. Beyond yeah, Burger yeah, Patty? Like something I, like that? Yeah, something like that. You know, something different. Yeah. You know, I mean, a portobello burger, yeah, it's fine. But 
something his burgers are really creative you know yeah. So, yeah. and they're really full of flavors so to create a different or, or you can have the barbecue burger like this <laughs> <laughs> so so one of my things is uh, pizza do you have a, a go to pizza place pizza mania you like yes. pizza mania hands down <laughs> pizza mania if you want pizza for me pizza greasy cheesy <laughs> fucking delicious you know what I mean yeah. it, it, that's fucking pizza nice. depends you know that's this style of pizza if you're in Chicago then Chicago yeah, deep dish a different way. New York style, it's usually like a thin, you know, it's like less bread. Yeah. The thin yeah, one? Thin crust, yeah. Yeah, you know, but Pizza Mania is by far, like, my favorite. And then people people say that Downey Pizza Company is also really good. You know, I haven't been there yet. I've, I've had their it. pastrami uh, pizza, which is pretty fucking good. Yeah. Well, How about across the street? Have you ever had Lascari's? Yeah, I love Oh, yeah, uh, I get the um, ABC sandwich, me and Benny. We get the sandwich ABC from across the street. What is ABC? It's uh, a avocado, avocado bacon. bacon. Yeah, yeah. Cheese? No. What? Is cheese? It? ABC? ABC cheese? Well, yeah, super know. cheese. I'm <laughs> 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 yeah, it's like basically turkey. You know, for their they make their bread there. You know, so it's good. Mm-hmm. It's a good sandwich. Yeah. You know, but like my favorite is still fermentos and Eastside Market. This is like local, like yeah, yeah, yeah. across drive, the street. Yeah, across the street. <laughs> and a lot walk, of customers come here. Do you walk across the street with like a, a bag of food and a yeah? Yeah, do you guys ever barter? Nah, we we barter at Pizza Mania though. <laughs> we actually have an employee for Pizza Mania. You walk in with tacos and you walk out with pizzas? Yeah, nice. you know, if you guys want to bring us food and a tray for tacos, as long as it's good, if your food's good, I'm cool with it. <laughs> and now I'm definitely going to charge you for my tacos. Yeah. <laughs> David, have you been to the new Northgate? Oh, yeah, I fucking love it. It's great, the right? New the Northgate? Northgate? The Have New Northgate on Northgate? Beach Boulevard? Beach and, yeah. yeah. Beach and it's, Whittier Boulevard? It's, it's good. It is like, awesome. You get like a pound That's of what ceviche. I call it Evelyn. Yeah. I call it the, Evelyn and I call it the Whole Foods of uh, Mexican. It's like the Faisa Whole Foods. Oh, is it, is it a Whole <laughs> originally started from like, you know, uh, well, I won't get into it, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know the history of Whole Foods. Anyways. Sorry. Yeah. All right, David. Well, thank you for uh, for having us and uh, for feeding us. You. Yeah, feeding for, us, uh, quenching our thirst. Hey, can we get their bill? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's okay. Thanks, Rio. David's gonna take care of it. We will be back tomorrow. <laughs> and thanks, uh, Rev, uh, for yeah. Thank you, Rev. Thank, thank you. you, Eddie, out there uh, for all this beer. Thank you, thank you. Um, thank you for uh, the Rev. Uh, Spokesman person over there. Yeah. And thank you guys all so, for, for Thank you for the audience right. for coming so, out. Can we go and pick our favorite? Yeah, that'd our be favorite cool. taco. We'll Christine, so you, you know all the tacos, so. Yeah, I know. I What's your so top many? pick out of the menu? Okay, well, on including the special. Oh, this is so hard. Because I've also had their other specials. Okay, next. <laughs> yeah, I know. The other specials are good too. I like I really like the Mediterranean. That was my favorite tonight. What about yours, Jesse? My go, my go-to always is the uh, Costa Azul. But what about today? Oh, that's just good. Uh, yeah, Costa Azul is good. Today, my go-to is still the Costa Azul. It's no. uh, so you know, well, based on what we got today. Um, <laughs> you know, Man, I, I don't remember. I just remember I, last one. I actually like the tinga. That one was really good. Because I like the, spicy the tinga? food. So yeah. You like the Mediterranean oh, one, huh? By far, like, yeah. it's head over, he- head head over, over heels? shoulders. Head over shoulders. <laughs> that, too. Yeah. You got heels? Yeah. The Mediterranean is by far yeah, the best one. Yeah, I got another one, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, awesome. thank you so much. All right. Thank, thank you, everybody, guys. for coming. Thank you. What's up, Whittier? And uh, how do they, really quick, your social media, how do they uh, find just, you? What's your address? address what's everything's your uh, at Masa Taco. Hashtag uh, must be the Masa. Our hashtag is must be the Masa. 
and hashtag Mazataco. Our address is 14103 Lambert Road. We're right across the street from Los Cari's. Um, where it's kind of hidden, but just look for the big black billboard on top. Still waiting for the city to give us permits so we could change that. Look for the line out the door. Yeah. And how do they uh, text in their order? What number do they call? 562-536-6786. Uh, awesome. Thank and you. And that's a wrap. Thank, Thank you, you, Woody. Thank you. Thank you, Dave.